Oh man, I have so much energy. How much energy? Tell me an exact number. This on a scale big. this big. <laughs> Are we on a scale from one to nine? Oh, interesting. One being the most energy and nine being the least. <laughs> Where are you at? Well, I'm not laying in bed. So That's true. I would say Seven? <laughs> I wish I were laying in bed. Seven, that's a good number. That's high up. One no. being the least amount of energy and ten being the most, so you're good. Oh, I heard that backwards. That's because I said it backwards. I'm fucking with you. Oh, God. Welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I am Michelle. I'm Sam. We're doing a very rare Friday night record. We are. This. And is- the cat already left from behind the tree <sighs> that we still have up as if it's Christmas. Uh, it's the podcast tree. It's not necessarily Christmas, even though it's clearly very Christmassy. It's got fucking Santa Homer on it. And uh, I I haven't really had the energy to take it down. Um, I haven't really thought about it. I'm sure you haven't thought about it. So it's still up and that's okay. But we're doing a Friday night record because we did not record last weekend. And we have a guest coming on Sunday for next week's episode. And you have a show tomorrow night, which will be over with by the time that people hear this. So no one. No one cared before. No one cares now in the future. It's not going to make a difference. No one gives a shit. I feel like there's a giant elephant in the room and you're like, I'm tired. No. I have energy. Is it the tough yeah. knuckle T-shirt that you're wearing? Because I think that that's a huge elephant in the room. It's not a huge I'm just a big fan of the band Tough Knuckle. And if you must, since you pushed me into it, <laughs> I'm the elephant in the room. <laughs> Can you do an elephant noise? Try to do an elephant noise. That was way better than I expected it to be, and I don't know if I can do that. Hold on. <laughs> My God, did that work? You have the biggest armpit skin tag because you're wearing. You know how, up, how I feel about Listen sleeveless up. shirts. Look at these guns. <laughs> Why is is this a character that you're doing? No, I'm wearing this because of the quite metal content of what we'll be listening to today. Quite metal content. Is that why you're also wearing a Be Kind Rewind? Yeah, it's pretty hat. fucking metal, man. It sure it's where is. I would rent horror movies, which is pretty fucking metal, dude. So basically, we didn't record last week because I had COVID again. Uh, Sam, I don't know if you didn't. I don't know how this worked because... Uh, I've got my theory, and I'm pretty sure it's correct. That you think you got it, gave it to me. And I already had it <laughs> and didn't show any signs and just gave it to you. And then you went, classic Michelle, and went, I'm, I feel things in my body. Everything, yeah, everything Blah. is very intestinal for, for me when I get when sick. When you get sick, yeah. You're the only, I've said it to you the other day, you're the only person I know who's puked in this sink in this house. It's because the, when you've not <laughs> eaten anything in days and it's just stomach acid and you've been destroying the toilet and you don't want to put your face anywhere near it. Okay, so that's where the disconnect is. Whenever I've been sick enough that I'm puking in the toilet. It's chunky. Well, no. I'm so miserable. I'm not even thinking about how poop and asses are being there. I'm just like. I live here now. 
I deserve to be in the poop. I'm gross anyway, so. Yeah, the older I get, the less I want my face around a toilet. Especially knowing what my ass does to the toilet. (laughs) Is do you think that's uh, a direct correlation that your face wants less to do with it because mm-hmm. you see what your butt is now doing to it? Because when you're, let's see, it's like a sprinkler system is, is what my shit was doing. So it's not really like, you know, in solid form like it should be when you're super sick. So since you want to talk about me being an elephant in the room, I'll throw it out really quickly we don't have to go deep into it but i did uh i i had a seizure i guess oh you definitely <laughs> did <laughs> well i don't remember no it. matter what the hospital people tell me <laughs> oh they just like to say that i got mildly dehydrated and fainted and what the real story is is she got severely dehydrated i was so dehydrated apparently you can uh, if you're if you get so dehydrated you can get a, an electrolyte imbalance. And I wanted to look it up so I could say exactly what an electrolyte is so you can kind of understand why an electrolyte imbalance okay. would give a seizure. So electrolytes are minerals in your blood and other body fluids that carry an electric charge. So literally there was an electric malfunction because there wasn't enough fluid in my blood to... Send the blood where it needed to. Is that really what that means? Yes. It says electrolytes affect how your body functions in many ways, including the amount of water in your body, the acidity of your Hmm. blood, and your muscle function. An electrolyte deficiency. Kicked you into... Only I know the story. Caesar land. I went to (laughs) the bathroom to get sick. I hadn't eaten in Is that what was going on? You went to go pee? Do you remember that part? I... think that's what was happening okay uh so i got up to puke and i woke up on the floor in my own vomit spit with paramedics in the house looking at me and i was extremely confused like in a confused state i don't know that i've ever been that confused in my life i would say not you barely knew what was going on you could could not understand certain words i couldn't put two and two together of what a basic mind would be able to do pretty much it was just very and i've never experienced a seizure so i didn't know anything about how you how like people often act coming out of it like they're known to be like combative or just you know fight or flight man you're just kicking in with fear yeah, someone told me, a nurse who I know used the actual phrase of what it is. I don't remember. It's called, who the fuck are you? <laughs> uh, so I did have to go to the hospital. I did not go in the ambulance. Because, no, she did not. Because no matter what, uh, and I would have to be on my deathbed to be willing to pay for an, a ride in <laughs> Well, I wonder ambulance. if you're still going to get a bill for them just having to take no, it out. I don't think so. All right. <clears throat> I don't think so because I didn't actually go in no, there and I didn't did sign anything. Um, but yeah, I went to the hospital, got three bags of fluids pumped back into my blood so I could leave the hospital. <laughs> and uh, it's been rough. It's been rough. I think ye- yesterday was the first day. Uh, I, yesterday was a week 
since I went to the hospital. Yesterday was the first day that I didn't vomit or need to take anti-nausea medicine. Up and up. So In a long, long train. It has been a much longer journey than, and much different, but kind of not than the first time I had COVID. I would say, because when I had COVID, the first time I had I Paxlovid. Mean, one part was very different. Yeah, I mean, I still it was still very intestinal for me both yeah. times, but I, yeah, I just could not keep up with what I was getting rid of, and I was just so exhausted. That's the thing. When you're losing everything in your body, you're just so drained and exhausted that I was just sleeping yeah. so much, so I just wasn't replenishing what I was losing. Next time you're sick, I'm just going to start using like a bicycle pump and I'm just going to pump fluid through your nose while you sleep. Lesson, uh, well, are you going to drown me? <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> a lesson has been learned. Uh, I think it's crazy. Uh, most people are unaware that de severe dehydration can lead to a seizure. Um, but shit happens, I guess. Yeah. And, and I'm going to have an enormous ER bill. Because that's how that works, As, and that's another thing. It's I was didn't even know if I should. Well, and I should say that I I had put a Facebook status up that day, like asking, "Hey, I don't know what I should do. I'm experiencing extreme w intense deja vu, metallic taste in my mouth, dizziness, vomiting, is how that would go, and it was a really weird sensation. So apparently that's a thing, and there were some people because I had Googled it. And saw that it had said something about how it could be a seizure. And uh, a couple other people were like, yeah, that sounds like a seizure. And then later on that day, I had a seizure. <laughs> it was fucking no, wild. No, no. You passed out. <sighs> I did. I... Can I tell my version so that people know what passing out actually was? Yeah, Sam, go for it. So I'm in the other room and I just hear... Slide. No one heard that. No one heard that. Okay. Boom. Slide. Michelle hits the fucking ground. I run out, and she's on the ground. Arms straight out, down, kind of Frankenstein style. Legs sticking straight out, but your legs, like, your feet stretched like this as much as you can. Oh, yeah, my calves felt like stones on for fire, days. Like I, I was, She was hobbling around the house. Like, oh! It hurt to walk because I'd Which, fucked I fucked my mean, muscles yeah, up. I'll get on camera. You were like this, like, well, it's also with the severe dehydration and muscle function. Oh, yeah, you're said, right. So. so everything's just spasming all at once. And then you're clenching your teeth, eyes like this. That's right. I hit my head, and I did bite my tongue pretty bad, Yeah, too. and she's going, <laughs> bunch of froth and shit's coming out. Foaming at like, the mouth. And I'm like, ah, Michelle, my wife. And the dog comes up and starts barking in her fucking face, just like right next to it. I'm like, stop. And the dog won't stop, so that I had to get up and run and get the dog out. Who, by the way, I've talked a lot of shit about Clem, and I still think that she needs a lot of help. But she has been so protective over me mm -hmm. since uh, I had that seizure, and she has just been by my side so much. And even when you were sick, she was like by your side the whole time. She was, yeah, she was like constantly with me ever that since dog's that happened. Win you over month by she month. She kind of has already. <laughs> like uh, I feel like we've definitely gotten. She's a bit getting closer. better too. Once we've instilled so. the cage, and there's rules that are being followed, we're kind of taking away the opportunity. To get angry with her. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But so then you're on the ground. You said my lips turned blue. You're not yet. <coughs> I'm freaked out. I'm like, I'm going to check her teeth oh, to make God. sure that she's not uh, 
biting her tongue. Like I expected maybe like this, you know, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so I put my, she's doing this with her teeth gritted for the audio listener. And I put my fingers on her teeth like this to check. And just at that moment, pretty much, she opened her mouth a little bit and my fingers went bloop and went inside of her mouth and they clamped right back down on my finger. I've got a little scar. You probably can't see it anymore. Michelle bit my finger. Michelle bit my finger. (laughs) And I'm like, in your mouth. Like, "Ah!" like, fuck, is she going to bite the end of my finger off? So I pried your mouth open. Like, got my finger out really quick. And then you seized for a little bit longer. Passed out, as a doctor might note. But it was a seizure. And then you kind of just like went into sleep mode. Like, really? And then that's when your lips turned blue. And I was like, fuck! You know, I didn't know. I don't know if you're... What's going to fucking happen? We're not familiar with seizures and people who have seizures. And then I called 911 by then, and they had showed up by then. You said it was pretty fast that they showed up, right? They showed up within like two and a half minutes, I would say. It's pretty fast. And (laughs) when you woke up, you're you're straight up just like, who are you? Why are you here? (laughs) Why the fuck are they still here? And then when we find So many profanities. One of my favorite parts is when I looked at you and I was like, you had a seizure. You need to go to the hospital. And you looked at me and went, how do you know? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So there's there's a fire truck and a <laughs> and an ambulance out front. Uh, we live in the house that Sam grew up in. Yes. So neighbors who have known Sam's mom forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone saw that there were emergency people here and called his mom. Oh, she was here like right after the paramedics. So she was here. <laughs> as, so me coming to and like seeing paramedics and stuff and all of a sudden, like I'm once I'm finally up and deciding like, okay, I'll go with you to the hospital. Yeah. You're kind of like, fuck it. I'll go. And then all of a sudden, I'm like walking through paramedics and Juanetta, and I'm just like, oh, yeah. what? what is my mom, that? she looked at me and she said, am I making things worse? No, because I, I remember her saying, you need to go. Yeah. And I I, I needed I needed that those voices of reason Good. because I was so, fu- I well, was so out of it. By the time you got to the hospital, you were way more aware of what was going on and that you needed help. So it was just your mass confusion. Still but puking stomach acid until they could get me hooked yeah. up to stuff. I was still and, puking and for a she while. she got a CAT scan, so you're, Ugh, neurologically God. you're fine. Everything was fine. You just scan. needed fucking hydration and electrolytes. So for how horrible of a situation it was, it turned out as good as it could be. It like was you truly said, nothing. You're going to have a bill. The bill's going to be and, insane. And now I know that like I always knew drinking water and staying hydrated was important when you're sick. But now it's like. Wow, I didn't know you get that fucking crazy it, that easily, and not even know like I didn't you seemed know I was, bad. I didn't know I but was. But you that didn't seem like dehydrated, dying. <laughs> I, I yeah, it seems like there would have been something between. Yeah, where I wasn't. I guess that, the in between was you being like a deja vu and metallic taste. Now you know that feeling though. That if you ever start feeling that, it's time to like either start down some water or maybe just preemptive get to the hospital and be like, give me a bag of IV right now. No, I'm, I'll just start pumping stuff into myself there and doing go. it the, the affordable way. And that was the elephant in the room. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it was, it's been quite an experience. I've been very exhausted. Uh, I missed four days of work. But uh, everyone's been great. Everyone's been very supportive. Yes. Everyone's been very nice online and encouraging. Mm-hmm. And 
uh, everyone's just made me feel like I uh, kind of was important and uh, very grateful for that. People actually like you no matter how much you don't like yourself. <sighs> Man, Arby sponsored that entire <laughs> Caesar story. Yeah, because uh, I have the means. That's going to drive me crazy if this ever comes out on video. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a drink that I'm I'm going to put a little drinking. I'm just going to superimpose like a little statue over it. Do it. <laughs> put, put like a head. Put, put an elephant. <laughs> just Good call. Put Good an call. elephant graphic over it. That's perfect. All right. All right you ready so to actually do some podcasts? Did I we say do? I'm Michelle and you're Sam? I think we did that. I don't yes. know if we did. But I don't know if you gave the spiel of what we actually do here. We're a review podcast. This is Couple of Critics Podcast. We are married. We often have different tastes when it comes down to it. And uh, we provide each other with a different form of, not form of media, with a different, usually album, every week. And we talk about it. We answer some questions at the end. We make some decisions. Because you, really, you don't really know something unless you actually do some research and listen or watch it. You can't just be like, I, I do or don't like that. It's true. I used to do it all the time. Eh, that sucks. It's like, well, does it? You don't fucking know. You haven't heard it. But... 80% of the time, you can figure out if it sucks. <laughs> Most of the time, our prejudices are correct. <laughs> correct, and that goes across all forms, including race. Anyway, <laughs> that was a joke. It's because we love everyone. And I'm sure this is no one's first episode, but I always like to say this. We are not providing facts. These are just our opinions and how these things make us feel. So and when we get something wrong... Shove it up your ass. And we have no credentials, so it's true. why are you even here? <laughs> yeah, all right. You want to start this album that we are listening to today? Yeah, Sam, what are we doing this week? We are doing Blind Illusion, The Sane Asylum from 1988. And I'll just say it before I even start this. It got picked because Larry Lalonde and Les Claypool from Primus. I can't believe I almost forgot what Les's name was. Recorded on this album and this album only for this band, Blind Illusion. Let's start it off with the first song. It's only a minute 38. It's called The Sane Asylum. Would you take a look at that? So what's the year that this came out? I didn't read anything. I just played this while I was working. Oh, Michelle. Oh, Michelle. This album came out in 1988 from Combat wow. Records. 1988. We yes. were two when this came We were two. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I don't know what day it was. Wait, wait, wait. Released June 6th. I'm three. Right? No, never mind. I'm stupid. Shut Remember, the fuck up, Remember, you don't Sam. know months. <laughs> I think there was like a video that we did at one point okay. about this. All right. So um, you had not heard this at all before. No. You just read we this. We both went into this with a blind illusion. <laughs> so let's get this out of the way first then um what did you think before you were because i i mean i'll say that like my prejudice before hearing this i didn't know what it was going to be i know that i knew that it had lure and less in it for those that don't know lure is the nickname of larry lalonde we will yeah. probably be referring to him as that so it's, get used to it now even though larry lalonde is a nice tongue twister lure is much easier to yeah say. exactly <laughs> Um, and I feel like he's my friend, so I call him Lur. But he's not my friend at all. I expected more groove. Did you have any, like, what <laughs> you thought this was going to be? Um, or any of your hopes? Okay, before I had seen or heard any of it, 
I was hoping that it was gonna have some like obvious Les Claypool bass, bass and like groovy songwriting style. And then I saw the album cover, and then I was like, "Ooh, I bet it doesn't." <laughs> uh, I really had no prejudice. I was hoping it was gonna like be good enough to just be like, "Oh, well, that was interesting." But I kind of had a feeling since I had never heard of it before, and I am a big Primus fan. You are a big Primus fan, and we both, and especially me, I get nerdy about shit. I'm like, "What was his first play? What was this?" And I can't believe. I don't remember hearing about Blind Illusion. I probably read it, but I don't know. It might have just gone by the wayside. Or maybe it wasn't available because what this is is a 2021 remaster. Mm -hmm. So maybe this was just now available. Not just now, but fairly recently worldwide available. So maybe that's why I hadn't heard of it. But I kind of had my... Didn't think it was hopes gonna. up a little higher, or I had the hopes, but I kind of didn't think it was going to happen. I had hopes, but I didn't expect. How's that? That works, yeah. right? All right, I'm going to move on to the next song. It's called Blood Shower. You're not going to get clean taking a blood shower. It fucking negates the whole purpose. Isn't that what? Uh, oh, it was a blood bath. Never mind. The was band it? Blood Bath. You know about them? No, I was going to talk about what Dexter Morgan. Uh... Oh, found his mom and his. He was, El Wiferino he in? He was found at a pool of his own blood, of his mom's blood. Of his mother's blood. <laughs> so it wasn't a blood shower. It was a blood bath. So what is your actual general opinion of this band? I can probably tell you. I have, well, I have no real opinion of the band. Um, the lead singer, his vocals, I am not into it at all. Okay. And a little uh, peek into the future... Um, because we weren't able to record this last weekend and we're going to be recording two episodes this weekend. I have been listening to your episode or your album and the next album back to back on every listen. So it's been more similar, like 80s sounding metal. Oh, giving a little sneak peek. Um, Never done this before. She's been listening to two metal albums this week. I have been. <laughs> She's not a metal fan. And I've not been enjoying myself and it's been this kind of like kind of metal <laughs> yeah like power <laughs> hey, power metal is a word pow yes. yeah power metal is a yeah, word yeah but i mean it's a genre yeah so that's it's but i wouldn't call this power metal it, but i do think that this is kind of a little more all like it's kind of diverse but kind of not like it's diverse within its own box there's nothing I listen to that sounds like this. So I can't compare it to anything. I can't connect to any familiarity that I... It's not your style in any way, shape, or form. You can't even be like, this sounds like this other band. I can't. You know what I mean? Like, where I can, and I will here in a minute, I can say, like, who I think it sounds like. What is it like, or is it not Motley Crue? Oh, no. I'll just go ahead and give my general opinion as well. Yeah. I agree with you. The vocals are, are not worst? strong. No, I think they're terrible. Um, they are. Here's, I'll lay the first reference to another band down right now. They sound like they're trying to be a, a vocal, like, Megadeth. 
It sounds okay. like a Dave Mustaine. Um, and it's not, it doesn't sound full. It's not my favorite type of metal voice, so that didn't draw me in. Sometimes, even if I don't like, think the music's that great, if I like the vocalist enough, it'll get me into the music more. Didn't happen. So then, well, like right now, I think but you can hear a little bit, a little really bit less. Happening. I, I expected to be impressed more with the music too, considering how much I enjoy Primus. Yeah. But well, I, to me, this just doesn't. Yeah. The thing is, this band started in 1979. Oh shit! So, and it had gone through multiple lineup changes. So. Uh, Les is not a primary songwriter in this at all. It's this guy. Um, fuck, what's his name? Mark Biederman. He's like the only guy that's still in this band. This band has gotten together and broke up and gotten back together a few times with multiple different members. But this Mark Biederman guy, he was the central songwriter. And I think he comes up with interesting like phrases. But there's just something about it just doesn't hit for some reason. There's other I enjoy the production because I like early metal like this. It sounds like early Metallica, which, by the way, this is produced by Kirk Hammett, okay. guitar player of Metallica, um, which that link is less Claypool and Kirk Hammett went to high school together. Mm, and okay. uh, <laughs> you'll hear you can read interviews of Les being like there was this kid behind me that would always talk about how he wanted this Fender Telecaster and uh, when he starts his own band I'll be the singer of it that kid's name was Kirk Hammett <laughs> so it's, just, it's funny how two of the biggest like rock bands of all time in my eyes Primus and uh, an undeniable fact Metallica <coughs> they both made it and they were both in high school I love it when people are like growing up together and they actually get somewhere but where are they from are they from California I think so oh that's why just because you're from California don't mean shit. Uh, I think you are in a more of a land of opportunity. A land, especially then. You uh, you just have access to where uh, I mean, other people have to decide. I'm going to change my life and drive across uh, yeah, the country yeah, yeah. where they're already. Look, there. I'm already home, man. <laughs> yeah. But what was I saying? I don't remember. Just the the. Oh, that there's no like less influence. This is kind of a long album, so I'm just gonna play the next song while I keep going. It's only 11 tracks, but it feels so long. The tracks are long themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, It feels so doomy. There's no less riding style here. Every once in a while, you listen to it, especially in headphones. Michelle, (laughs) I'm giving her shit. She likes to listen to her on the phone, and I believe it does a detriment to my metal albums. But Every once in a while, when there's like a spot that Les can play and have like noodling things going on, you can hear him doing it. And I've watched live footage of him back then, and they would give Les like a little spotlight, and he would go up there and do his thing because he's undeniably talented even then. Mm -hmm. But there's no writing style of his in here, and there's also no writing style of Lur in here because he's also just more not a hired gun, but he's just like, the songs are already written, come play these songs Mm -hmm. with us. Which is funny because Primus has already existed at this point. Oh, they do? Primus started in 1984. Wow. Primus already existed, but it's gone through Todd Hoot, the original guitar player, who, you know, eventually played, they did the Sausage album. And then they went through like eight drummers in two years or something like that. And then they finally got the guy that played on Green Naugahyde. Uh, 
who's fucking awesome. It's like, John, Jay Lane? Is that it? I don't know what it is. But anyway. And then Primus, like, wasn't going anywhere at that time. But then Lur and Les go, like, on tour together and become friends. And then they kind of break off and restart the Primus thing. And that's when Primus fucking takes off. So this is, like, why this is the only album they're on. It's why they don't really talk about it too much. They'll mention it. They'll be like, I was playing in a band called Blind Illusion. And even Lur had a a metal band before this called Possession. So I love that these guys were steeped in metal. But, like... Even Les will be like, ah, I just kind of played it. It wasn't my thing. Even when he auditioned for Metallica, he was like, I didn't even know it was that much of a metal band. I wasn't really aware of what they were doing. And then by now, I think like Master of Puppets has come out. So this type of metal for me is like behind. Master of Puppets is many levels above this. And I know what kind of sound they're going for, but it's all already been done. It sounds like Anthrax. It sounds like Rigor Mortis. It sounds like Metallica. <laughs> when I hear things like "Vengeance is mine," I, I, I don't know if it's just because I'm such a cynical asshole, but to me, shut up! Like it's, it's just so, <laughs> it's so big and performative, and it's the same with like fantastical things. I just, I hate all of it. You do hate that stuff because I was getting ready to say. Well, they're not writing it as, like, vengeance is mine as I'm this person. They're writing it, like, as a story of, like, probably, like, a warrior or something. But you would hate that story. <laughs> I just don't care about shit like that. You don't. Nothing like Star Wars or any why. medieval yeah. stuff or anything. I don't traffic in knights and dragons myself, but, like, I can get nerdy about, like, Star Wars and stuff like that. Like Avatar or yeah, just... Or you definitely don't traffic in any, like, the Marvel comic book movies and even I'll traffic in that a little bit. Not at all. Absolutely not. <laughs> not at all. She's got thousand pound sisters to watch, motherfucker. And I'm obviously that stuff is guided. Not necessarily scripted, but guided. But you're not gonna see you're not gonna be seeing like seven hundred pound Tammy floating above people and like I would love it. lasers coming out of her eyes. Like, this shit is so... I cannot wrap my brain around that. It's so just it's childlike. It's not for you. You probably never thought it was cool. No, it was like, never even, for like, me. You, would never, you never looked at, like, a comic book card and were like, oh, that's cool. Lasers are coming out of his eyes. No, I didn't I didn't like my cartoons to be like that when I was a kid. Yeah. It just wasn't for me. was for me. Still I used to have, that. like, X-Men comic books and cards and stuff, and I would just sit there and look at them and be like, Oh, claws come out of his hand. Oh, pretty cool, man. So when that happens in music, <laughs> I'm also not on board. I love it covering sounds, little things like this. It, I think I do, too, because it's interesting to see how things correlate in ways that you didn't realize. Mm-hmm. And it gives you more of a reason to explain to people like me and other people like, look, I don't like your metal thing because I don't like anything that really traffics in that world at all. Like, I don't even like this movie, so it's not, you're not doing it bad. It's just not me. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. And this album, I maybe if I had heard it before, I probably wouldn't have chosen it. It literally only got chosen for Primus. For who they are. For who they are, and I was very interested. And I was kind of like painted in a corner because it was random Rob's episode and I forgot I was supposed to come up with something. <laughs> and I had just read this article and like found out about this man. Rob suiting with his shoulder guns. Yeah, I mean, 
Mine are pretty comparable to his, Yours right? Yours not bad. Uh, does my arm look bigger than you remember? Your the whole thing uh. is that you have to flex, and he shut up. Didn't shut to the fuck up. Like <laughs> but you also aren't actively working out and like lifting weights, and no. it's clear he does. So there's yeah. just a different lifestyle. Yeah. And some people like that. They like to feel that burn where you, I wish I did. You are active, but you do different things. It's true. Uh, you don't do weight training like or like to build muscle you're you're just lean you know how like when i uh when i don't do something or i'm slash jealous of something and i playfully like make fun of it to a person or tell them like it's worthless i do that at work all the time when like uh, jimmy and adam like exercise together <laughs> now and i'll be like yet you're both still miserable and look at me i sit back and eat cheeseburgers and i'm as happy as a clam <laughs> but really inside i'm like i wish i wasn't a fat fuck I'm heavier than I've ever been. It's also, um, it just seems, even though it's not because it's good to take care of yourself, it almost seems vain to put so much time into yourself. I guess it's what you're doing it for, maybe? maybe. I don't know. Who cares if it's vain, honestly? It's getting you paid. Do it. <laughs> I mean, it's healthy no matter what. So whatever your reasoning is, at least you're doing something good for your body. That's why I tell myself I should start exercising because I'm like, I'm at the age now where like, if I don't start changing shit, I'm going to have a heart attack. There's no like, if sands or butts about it. I'm headed towards heart attack town. You know what's really exciting about that, though? What? I mean, not for you, but for me, huh. is that I don't want to exist when I'm old and withering and can't really do things or function at well, normal capacity. Well, keep doing stuff, you don't get to that point. But I don't have any reason to live forever. You, I don't have kids. You know how many times I've talked about sarcopenia? Yeah, and you know how many times I've not given a shit? <laughs> no, nobody ever cares. And I want to talk about it so bad. <laughs> All right, let's move on to a song called Death Noise, Michelle's favorite title besides Vengeance is Mine. Which, by the way, thank you. Later at the end of this album, and I wasn't going to subject you to it, the end of this album, there's a riff, and I was driving myself crazy today, like, I recognize this riff. Did somebody use this riff? Did Metallica use this riff? Okay. And it was an Ice Earth riff that I figured out, but it's not the exact one, but it's close enough. But then you said Vengeance is mine. There's an Ice Earth song that goes, Vengeance is mine. Did we, is it, was it on the album that we did? Because there were a couple things that happened between your album and the next album that were familiar from other songs. I think it's just generic power metal slash 80s thrash metal they all talk about and use the same words like live by the sword die by the sword well, not just like lyrically that. also musically oh yeah that too there's just a lot of i mean i can't talk about next week's album but we yeah. will in two days yeah <laughs> I got a I got a lot of similarities to talk about on that one. It's it's such a shame because to just to still kind of put shed a little light into the future, we're gonna have a guest next week. And I I like this person so much. I think this person is so funny and we have such a similar sense of humor. Good chemistry. 
but like friendship wise like he's just fantastic yeah even though we don't like talk like friends we just kind of like, you appreciate his mind by the way i really like the beginning of the song it's very fine. like doo, doo, doo. but music wise oh you're you're not on board can we listen to this part yeah, usually. if we must I guess this is why we're here. This are the parts where I've been enjoying it the most. When it goes into like, kind of like, not astral, but like, it's almost. This is the closest to Primus. Yeah, I was going to say it's almost a psychedelic groove, but some shredding going on and no singing. And I like these drums. Listen to Glass. You can hear him fucking going. And these drum tones I like. I like the production value of all this. It just doesn't hit for some reason. Maybe because I've heard so much of this style of metal. Maybe if I heard it in 1988, it would have been better, but... I think it's not the right showcase for Les's talent. I think that... Yeah, and it wasn't supposed to be. That's the problem. No, but... It has him attached to it, so it has this Ooh, this thing yeah. that you want no matter what yeah. because you know what he is and I what he can say, do. It's almost a detriment now more than it would have been then because you don't know what Les was going to become in 1988. And you now know what they both became together. now, and you're like, well, can I hear some more Primus in that? Like, That's not what it was. It was not Primus. Primus opened up for Blind Illusion. Yeah. They did. And then, and the Blind Illusion guy was so nice when they would do interviews as Blind Illusion, he would say yes, but only if you listen to this Primus demo. He was like telling about his friend's band. Well, I mean, Primus is way fucking groovier and more interesting. Well, it is, but at that time, he's like, Blind Illusion was getting more yeah. uh, action. Which I get. Which, by the way, they opened for Merciful Fate and King Diamond. Um, <laughs> he's going to make it in every episode. But you're right. It, it, it's a detriment now to the band, to this album, to now come to it from the Primus side. Like, the reason we're listening to it is because we came in from Primus, and that doesn't help it. No. <laughs> it would help it if we didn't know, and I was just like, I found this 80s thrash album that I never knew about. And I'd be like, oh, they may have been pioneers. And, but but I just go, I wish Les would go, hey, man, what's going on? Don't <laughs> said it was like his first live concert that he performed with Blind Illusion. Oh, wow. And uh, it was uh, in the cafeteria of his old high school. Okay, I was going to ask, so do you know, were they really young when they did this? Like early 20s, late teens? Yes. I don't know how old Les is. Most of these like Bay Area, it's called, sorry, this is the Bay, I think it's Florida actually, Michelle, Bay Area thrash bands. Um, But Florida, I mean, it's still got some opportunity. It's a large state. Uh, Disney's in Florida. Disney. But it's the Bay Area thrash bands is what they call it. So, like, Anthrax and all this kind of stuff. Um, Fishing. There's dudes that were, like, getting popular that were, like, 16 and 17 years old. And, were, like, during the day we're at school, and, like, we're selling tapes out of their locker. It's like metalheads. So, it's... I always say this, but, like, that's another era I would have loved to live through where you're like, I'm 18 and I make tapes. And I fucking sell them, and we buy weed, and it's the worst weed you could oh, possibly see. <laughs> we all have these weird, weird pubescent mustaches that don't fully grow out, but then our hair is like a, 
a helmet around our head. And we wear sleeveless shirts, and we all have metal rat arms. <laughs> Imagine what my arms looked like when I was, like, 18. It didn't have this much beef on it. I was even more metal rat then. Yeah, because you were just uh, flipping pizzas. I wonder if I can still toss a good pizza pie. You ever lose that ability, you think? I never had the ability to toss a pie. Really? Yeah. But Isons, you just used a, uh, they use the old, uh, what the fuck thought? Rolling pin. Oh, I didn't, but I didn't have to do anything like that at all. The first pizza place I worked at was a corporate place. Oh, where it came pre-made? Yeah. Yeah. So. You never made your own pizza at Isons? You get somebody toss it for you every time? No, I would do that. Oh, okay. But I wouldn't throw it in the air. Okay. You roll. Everyone usually rolled it. Rolled it and then, it. yeah. Oh I'd yeah, work they do it the in toss. My hands. I, I'd like, you know, work it back and forth with yeah, my hands, but I wouldn't one? throw it in the air. Is this one? Ha! Huh. Yeah. I bet I could go right back into it. I used to throw it behind my back. <laughs> and then catch it. And if I didn't, I'd have to go get another piece of dough because I didn't give people that food. Good. Yeah, good for me, right? I mean, I'm not saying I didn't fuck with some people's food, but <laughs> Don't that was the only one they deserved it. Did you hear that less, last? Why is there a rock in my pizza dough? Oh, okay. I forgot I told a story here. <laughs> we were talking about tossing pizza dough. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Death noise. That's what we Death were talking noise. about. And to continue the tradition of excellent metal titles that are right at Michelle's alley, this song's called Kamikaze. <laughs> I will say that this is the first song that I started actually hearing. Recognizing? I don't say recognizing, but hearing something that was a little more comfortable, I guess. This is the first time it, like, not clicked in, but, like, something that actually, like, you go, oh, I'm kind There's of aware. Something in this song, and I don't know why. I don't, I think it, because, it, I mean, it is kind of, like, slower, but I think there's something that happens later in the song that I was able to gravitate towards. But it almost also has sort of, like, Blue Oyster Cult is what I get vibes of. I get a little that. I get a little like King Crimsoniness. Yes, yep, yep. like, I agree with that. Just that like weird, ominous rock music. 70s prog. I mean, this band started in 79, so they're listening to like Rush and King Crimson and Deep Purple, probably. Yeah, it's got like so. that ethereal sound where they're putting a lot of like washed out reverb on it and stuff. But then I think it, I was going to say, but then it. Give him that thrash. I know that guys like left this band because they wanted to go into a more thrash direction. But then Lesson Lure went in the other direction. Lesson Lure went to alternative, as they were called at the time, which I read today, and I probably already knew this, and it's easy to figure out that alternative was called that literally because it was an alternative to like glam big hair bands. I just always thought it was like they just chose a word. But no, this is the alternative to that shit. Yeah, it's because it was, we are this way more laid back style versus, I mean, guys like crimped and did their hair and oh, makeup fuck, yeah. and 
wore tight clothes yeah. and it was a whole thing. And the, they were just like, we're wearing a t-shirt and shorts <laughs> yeah, and yeah. we haven't... We're going to be real people. We haven't had a haircut in like two years. Well, neither of the guys who put hairspray on their hair, but they just hairspray it. Uh, yeah, but it's... I'm saying lack of maintenance. Or got feathered. <laughs> it really was just the opposite style, like lifestyle of your high maintenance. I'm going to be ultra low maintenance and just take it easy. Yep. It's you're going because... to do coke and be wild and party. Yeah, right. And we're just going to hang out and smoke weed. Yeah. And... It's almost like the hippie mm-hmm. version of metal mm-hmm. or punk. It's much more punk and flu in my eyes in that world. It's funny, too, though, because, like, they say that, like, grunge kind of killed metal. I'm like, but it killed that metal because other metal bands that were, like, trying to get through that trench of, like, we don't want to dress like that. We don't want to. Like, this is, this. This is Blue Oyster Cult to a fucking T. Oh, yeah, this is what I was just like, okay, this is But his, his voice different. Is, and his singing voice doesn't help this either because now he's, he's not even doing that. Hey! No, it's just so, it's different and all over the place, and it has sounded like multiple different kinds of music, at, like, kind of wrapped into one. See, I love riffs like that. He's got some good riffs to put together, but you don't need seven-minute long songs that are like 98, 98 riffs. You got to do like my band does and make them three minutes long and put 98 riffs. <laughs> Maybe if they sped this up as fast as one of your bands, though, <laughs> it might actually... It'd be unintelligible? Yes, it is. <laughs> it would be similar in length. We had a good practice last night where we slowed the songs down, and man, they were fucking sounding good. <laughs> nice. That was another thing. Uh, you you weren't able to go to practice that night when I seized. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the scary thing. I wanted to say that, too. It's like, thank the Dark Lord Satan. That uh, that you're bad with time. That I I wasn't bad with time. It got pushed back. Oh okay. Uh, our guitar player snatched on a message. Hey, I'm not gonna get home till around seven. And then Damien wrote, "All right, practice at seven. And it was like five forty, five fifty, something around there. Up. Yeah. And then that's when you went down. So like, oh okay. I thought if you practice were would have been behind. normal time. I wouldn't have been home. And I would have felt so fucking. I know it wouldn't have been my fault, and like I shouldn't feel bad about it. But there's no way you don't feel fucking bad about that. It's already changed my perspective on things that, like, I want to be around more. And now something wild happened today that I'm not necessarily going to talk about on the podcast that freed up my fucking time like a motherfucker. Uh, Not just your physical time, but, like, you don't feel like you have this thing hanging over your yeah. head anymore. Absolutely. So. But, uh... It was just very beneficial that you were here oh, because yes. if so, you weren't, oh, it would have been a really weird thing to have woken you, up from I alone. I think you would have been okay because you didn't like puke, puke. Yeah, you were just like a lot of drool and spittle. You didn't have anything in your body to puke anyway. So. No, everything that was coming up was mostly. So you weren't choking on anything, just unless like it was your acid. tongue that just fell back. Um, Which so I, I think you would have been you can't fine. Actually do that. You can. No, you can't? you can't. Okay, well, good to know. I think it was Melissa because she said that her daughter sometimes has seizures huh. and that you can't actually swallow your tongue. Well, you're probably so clenched and it's not even going to be able to get in there. That's true. Um, Everything was so very tight. You would have woken up just randomly with that dog barking in your fucking face. Which, maybe, maybe, maybe nipping at you. Who knows? Which is good that dogs are sensitive and aware yeah. of seizures. It's just wild. It's weird, but yeah. it's 
good that she I, I I don't have anything negative to say why she was barking at me because if I was alone, maybe it would yeah. have taken her to pull I, me out yeah. of it. I don't want to. Yeah, I wasn't mad at her. It was just like, yeah. you're doing what you should, but you've got to get the fuck out of my face, out of her face right now, really. So you would have just woken up and just been like, what the fuck? You would have figured it out. I and you might not have known you had a seizure. No, I would have just thought just I passed like, out. I passed out. Mm-hmm. I'm the only one who saw. The fucking, because by the time the paramedics got here, you were just snoozing on the ground. And then they yelled your name, Michelle! And then you you woke up and you're like, what? Very, very, very fucking confused. So I'm the only fucking one besides Clem who's witness to you going into your passing out. So you would have just woken up and been like, I passed out. I'm really confused and my legs really fucking hurt. Oh, God. And you might not have gone to the hospital. Probably not. And then you, who knows what happened? You might have another fucking seizure. I wouldn't, I, if I needed three bags, that's the yeah, thing. I've never. When you think of getting fluid, you don't think of the fact that even though it is obviously being given to you intravenously, in, intravenously, I never really thought like these fluids are being added to my blood. I guess I just yeah. never really thought of it like that. Like my blood is. Uh, devoid of water right i guess everything needs it so thinking of it that way and three whole bags is a lot i've it's always like one bag okay we'll give you a second one but it was two at the beginning that they were just oh yeah they just set you up right away and then get some fucking food and they turned those up so it was like they said you weren't taking any in i've never seen them turn on a pump to force it into your blood. I've never either. And it was annoying. And then it beep, 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 beep. They have to come and fuck around with it. All right, let's do one more song and we'll take a break. This is called Smash the Crystal. <laughs> um, would you like to know who played on this album, Michelle? Besides Larry Lalonde and Les Claypool? I mean, not really, but I guess so I you're going to find out. His name is Mark Biederman, as I said earlier. Vocals, guitar, and bass on two of the songs. Old Biederman. And Mike Miner on the drums. I do not know who that is. I didn't do my due diligence that I do sometimes where I look up, like, like Mark Needham, who was the recording engineer, and Anna Maria Scott. I didn't look up if they did anything afterwards. They don't have blue on their name, so usually if they got a blue on their name that means they went on to like produce a bunch of stuff but they might have there's a metal world established enough to have a wikipedia page maybe mark needham was the recording assistant on some cool cannibal corpse album that i like but i didn't look up cool cannibal corpse album cool cannibal corpse album cool cannibal corpse cd uh i played a show one time that the guitar player from cannibal corpse watched me play and i was didn't feel prepared so my solo sucked so to this day, I think about how the guy from Cannibal Corpse that like went on a meth bender and they like his house caught on fire and they went inside and they found like a human skull and a bunch of guns that he wasn't supposed to have. <laughs> and then they, Cannibal Corpse said he couldn't be in the band anymore, which doesn't sound very death metal to me. <laughs> what? You got a human skull? You yeah, a bunch of guns. You can't be in this band. Yeah, that is odd. I'm going to say that he probably had problems before, and they're like, this is our out. (laughs) (sighs) This is fucking lame to me. Smash. Let's smash the crystal. Smash the crystal. None of these riffs. None of this song. I mean, that's 
cool? It's just, it feels like a bland everything to me. It just, it just feels, too, it just exists. Yeah. And it's too late, I think. I don't know why this isn't in 1988. This has all been done. And better. Much better. The producer of your album has done it already. Much better. <laughs> His name is Kirk. I'm almost positive Master of Puppets was out by now. But if this is what they had to give at the time. I know, but you think if the producer is Kirk Hammett, he could put some more love in there? Or like, I don't know. Maybe it was. Yeah, Master Puppets, 1986. Fucking Justice for All comes out in 1988. Yeah, this is behind in my eyes. My brother came out in 1988 as well. He came <laughs> out of my mom. And then when did he come out again? He has never officially come out. I mean, I think he's he's bisexual, but ah, well, that's coming out. Yeah, but I don't I don't know anything about any official anything. I don't remember. Really, in this point of time, do you need to make an official announcement? Like, I'm not saying that it's like I'm tired of the gays shoving it in my face. I'm saying like, shouldn't it be cool enough now that you like don't really have to? Not even cool, but just n- normal. Oh, I meant cool as in like, hey, be cool. Yeah, but just normal and acceptable and just how it is just be like yeah i'm gay i yeah so you don't need like a big guess what everybody <laughs> but if you want to that's fine one of my favorite coming out well, it's because to the me whole was world a, is so straight that's, that's true why they i feel like they have to i know i out. get it it's just i wish it i don't know have fun fucking announce it a million times i don't give a shit i don't know what i'm even talking about uh my favorite time anyone ever came out to me and you know this mm-hmm. is bobby <laughs> you're one of your best friends yeah i'm <laughs> yelling to me from across the bedroom and everyone already knew he was oh, gay it was obvious knew. for years everyone knew and he goes hey sam i'm gay and i just go okay <laughs> and then he burst out laughing and said it's the best response anybody's given yeah, me he's brought and it up i went on to band practice father thrash band practice <laughs> that's right i was in a band called father thrash you sure were <laughs> old daddy thrashy the uh, what's his name? Nick found uh old video of me and Father Thrash and being like, yeah, we found this guy. Her David's like, we found this guy on the side of the road and he had a guitar and they were talking about me. And I'm like, yeah, they picked me up, man. <laughs> it was so fucking stupid. But I would love to see it again. You were boys. I had a great time with that You were but children. That's where I learned how to play like metal and like how to write songs. And that was my fucking thing. But if you listen to those songs, it's a... Uh, we all have to start somewhere. They're really, really And bad. we don't all start as prodigies. Yes, we do. All right. You ready to go to break my wife? My wife. I start time. Vengeance is mine. See, it all sounds like everything. Has died. Vengeance is mine. We'll be back. <laughs> Michelle's so happy. <laughs> I couldn't roll my eyes any harder. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for America's favorite game show, Infagoda. How well do they know you? Infagoda, how well do they know you? That's right, the game show where I bring a contestant on, mostly just Michelle, 
to answer questions about Abe Vigoda, the man himself. Michelle, how are you this evening? I'm doing well. You sound flummoxed. What's going on? I just, I didn't know what was coming. So oh. this whole thing is an entire surprise whole, to me. Was this whole bit a surprise? Oh, uh, that's All what right. I just said. So, uh, you're right. I'm a bad, I'm a, a, a bad at this. You're a bad listener. All right. You just yeah, want to say what you want to say. I don't want to hear you at all. Mm-hmm. All right. We've got three questions. There will be multiple choice answers. So you have a shot. Are you ready to see what you got? Yeah. Let's do all this. Right. Question number one. Which publication erroneously reported Abe Vigoda's death in 1982 at the young age of 62 years old? A. Time Magazine. B. People, C, The Hollywood Reporter, or D, Entertainment Weekly. Michelle, what are you thinking in your head there? Oh, man. A, Time, B, People, C, The Hollywood Reporter. What year was this? 1982. Oh, shit. I'm going to say The Hollywood Reporter. C, The Hollywood Reporter. You locking in with that? Yeah. Sorry, Michelle. The answer is B, people. God, that was my first. That, that was my gut instinct. I don't know why. Uh, he was on stage and uh, found out, I guess, that he had been reported dead. And in retaliation to that, he posed for a photo in a coffin. <laughs> Abe, he's got a sense of humor. Well, right. he did. <laughs> All right. Question number two. Are you ready? Yeah, of course. The Abe Vigoda dancers were part of which band's 2013 Halloween show in New Jersey? A. Ween. B. Primus. C. Fish. Or D. Faith No More. Now you know who what Faith No More did, right? Yeah, I okay. do. But I'm going Ween. You're going Ween? That sounds like a nerd thing With to do. A? Well, it is a nerd thing, but it's more of a fish nerd thing. Uh, it was between those two. Uh, fish apparently has a song called Wombat, where someone came out and was dancing in a wombat costume, only to have the head taken off and reveal that it was Abe Vigoda himself <laughs> dancing as the wombat. <laughs> so that's pretty cool, right? I think I'm going to do that. Of course. All right. So you're zero for th- out of two so far. Of course. I Let's don't, get you one here. I don't need to win. This is well, you're not going to win. I just want you to laugh and have a good time. All right, question number three. Abe Vigoda died on January 26, 2016, one month before his 95th birthday. What was the cause of his death? A, long-term blood illness. B, natural causes. C, colon cancer. Or D, a piano fell on his head while being lifted to a seventh floor apartment in the Bronx. Michelle, what do you think happened to Abe Vigoda? Um, I am going to guess A. A? Long-term blood illness? Yeah. Well, Michelle, he actually died of natural causes at the age of 94. Died in his sleep at his daughter's house in Woodland Park, New Jersey. Apparently trying to avoid some blizzard complications. Like, I guess shit was about to hit the fan weather-wise. He went to go hang out at his daughter's place and died peacefully in his sleep. Just like the man deserved. 
Well, what a little sweetheart. <laughs> so you? I lost all of them? Zero yeah, out of yeah, three? Yeah, you lost all of them. Well, I hope that puts everyone in a good mood because there's <laughs> nothing better than being a loser. Oh, Michelle. It was a fun time though, right? Yeah. All right. I'm being positive about being a loser. <laughs> oh, yeah. I fucking lost. Well, I'm glad that you had a fun time playing America's favorite game show. <gasps> in Dakota, how well do they know you? Thank you, everybody. Back to the podcast. Yeah. In Dakota, how well do they know you? We are back. We are back. I wish you played the Evil Dead part. I don't know where that is. I have to like the second. Pay attention and listen. What if it is? Oh, here it is. Oh, I think it is. Good job. Watching Evil Dead. <laughs> you don't hear any of this on uh, Blind Illusion, do you? Not at all. I a man it. like this, it's he had to do his own thing. He has to get the weird out, and yeah, I I love Lesson Primus so much, man. Your uh, fade out skills. It would go better on the thing. You didn't have to bring that up. Why are you yelling? Because I'm fucking mad because I can fix it on there, and now it's been brought up, and now it's not gonna be fixed. It so people know what I'm talking about. You're not, you don't fix things anyway. I fix things all the fucking time. Will you stop yelling at no, me? No, it's the podcast. It's what I do. Shriek at me? Yes! Oh, God. <laughs> My ears are I'm trying to send you abused. another seizure. Go, go, That's go. That's how that works. I have my uh, smart water with electrolytes right next to me. It's got so many electrolytes. All right. We're here. We're still talking about, you know, blind illusion. Not blind faith. Or blind melon. Yeah, or blind. I was thinking something illusion. Anyway, we're here still talking about this band. People. People. <laughs> I liked it. Blind people. Oh, I got a whole stand about to fall off the goddamn table. Yeah, because you don't leave it alone. And you I like to fiddle with things. Mm-hmm. I'm a fiddler. Mm-hmm. I sometimes go on roofs. I like to push you off one. <laughs> God, I've been listening to so much uh, negative Make fun of each other. Put down comedy possible. Almost, yeah, most... The only thing I listen to other than the final album listen for this week and the next one that we're recording, I just listen to old Opie and Anthony on YouTube. Yeah, Michelle's a day. racist if you haven't figured it out. No, I'm not. <laughs> Patrice was on there a lot. I was and so c- is uh, Robinson Keith. Ah, I like Keith Robinson. Um, I'm going to play the next song. It's called Vicious Visions. And I'm going to say this about your, what I said today. You listen to two totally different and enjoy two totally different worlds of even, comedy. I didn't really think about it as deeply until you brought it to my attention it, earlier. Yeah, but like, you know, like New York 
I'm li- rhyme put them downs, edgier, not afraid to like say something that would get them quoted quotations canceled. It's also it's just a lot of ribbing and trashing of each other. Like everyone is just constantly just roasting each other, and in brutal ways. Like the other scene, they roast each other too. But this is it's like more listen, you fucking dummy. Like that yeah. kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then you also listen to the California nice like nerd comedy. <laughs> people. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I just realized the person who bridges that gap is Jimmy Pardo himself. Mm. Where he is very insulty and very give you shit. But he's also very like against certain thought. You know what I mean? Well, people, most people travel to... California or wherever to make it from somewhere else in the country. They're not just from there. So True. a lot of East Coast people end up on the West Coast as well. I was there for a minute and left. Never lived there, but I fucking hated LA. <laughs> I hated it so much. The only positive about living anywhere near LA would be the comedy shows. Mm-hmm. And that's about just it. The access to them. Oh, the shows and, and the special events. The year-round golf. Mm. Oh, and the year-round skating. Mm. I think the lack of fresh water would be rough. <laughs> <laughs> you get fresh water. You just go to the store and buy some of that right there. There's so much desert land. Desert land. And they're pulling water from rivers and lakes from other states. Good. They need it. Yeah, but then it's depleting I've got a, water I've got an abundance. No, no, no. Take from. it, take it, take it. You right. should watch more documentaries. Less. You're doing that less where he does that, like, he's, like, strumming it with his fingers and hitting it real hard and slapping it this way, and he's playing, like, full chords I can hear. And I enjoy that. I don't hear a lot of it. I think it all sounds really? kind of muddled. And, like, it all just kind of runs together. And I haven't been listening to it with headphones this whole time, and this is the first time, and I kind of expected to hear more. But I I don't think it's paying off. Sorry, Adam. If you want some of that less, it does pay off. Not really, because it seems so not what... He's so in the forefront and clean and clear in Primus, and that's what I like about him, and that's what made me hear the bass differently because of him. This just sounds like anybody else to me because it's just hard to hear. So I can't hear all of the all the different things that maybe you can hear because you're a musician, but to me I, it just yeah, sounds more muddled. I think it's because I literally know the technique of how he's doing it, so I can hear the technique. I'm like, ooh, this is when he does that. I mean, I nerded out before. This is when he holds his hand like this, and he does that strum thing that you see him do sometimes. He's already doing it, dude. Like, I'm a fucking nerd. That's why I can hear it. And, like you're saying, I mix heavy music sometimes. And it's funny you say the bass is muddled, because to my ear, it's so high-endy because Les wants his bass to be heard. Because that's how he gets that tone in fucking Primus. He's got so much, like, high-end gain going on that, like... But you can just, like, tap a note and it goes boom. But he's playing so many notes that it's hard to hear, I guess. But even when he does his big, like, like things in Primus, it's just, I feel like you can hear every oh, note. He's mixed up you, way higher. 
don't hear I don't hear it like I yeah. normally can. Well, I mean, they're mixing this like metal, so it's I hear the drums left way more. and a right guitar, mm-hmm. heavy guitar, loud guitar. This kind of metal is about the guitar, so don't hear it there. Yeah. I can just see it. I can hear him popping it. I was guaranteed going slap the thumb, pick it with the finger. Again, I can think of the technique so I can hear it. I literally saw his hand in my brain just then. So, but yeah, like you were saying, the mix is just. It's not meant, like we were saying earlier, it's not meant to hear him for to be the forefront. Is it, is what I'm not, because I know it's not grabbing you as much either, but what I think is not grabbing me even less than you, is it, is it the lack of the way that it's mixed or is it lack of musician's ear? And not really knowing what's happening versus... For me or for you? I guess for me. Like, what do you think why, that Why I'm... it's not connecting for you is because it's, this would never connect for you, no matter how it was mixed. No, but I'm saying, like, the the less things that you're he- able to hear oh, oh. more than I am. Do yeah. you think that... I'm missing it because I don't have a musician's ear or it's just because I'm not used to music like this so I'm not used to the mix mm. as like in general both I would say both uh, more the second one that you're just this you don't listen to music like this all the time so you aren't like I'm not in tune with how the hows uh, yeah and then add that expound that with I'm only getting an extra. It's not necessarily that you're missing something. It's that I'm getting extra because I technically know how it's being done and I can see it being done in my brain. But I'm not even really hearing it. Yeah. And you are. So is it is it that I'm just not hearing it because I'm not used to hearing music like this? Or is it just because it's the way that it's mixed and he's mixed oh. so low? I don't think he's mixed low. I think unless you wanted him to be the forefront of the band, he's as loud as you can put him up. And still be a thrash metal album. So I think yes to everything you're asking me. I maybe he has just distorted what I'm used, what I expect from him because he's typically on the forefront and has his own specific sound. Mm -hmm. That not hearing that, but I, I just struggle hearing the bass in general unless it's kind of super prominent. And for me, it's just not as prominent as everything else. In metal, that is tradition. Like, it's a joke. Well, turn the bass down. You're not going to hear it anyway. No one wants to hear it anyway. Hilarious. It's a... It's, it's a <laughs> when when it's band to band and you're both bitching about your bass player for two months See, together, and, it is fucking hilarious. And that's what I'm missing <laughs> because I'm not a musician. <laughs> it could be. But also, to add to the musician part thing, it's also because you... I think for me, my insight is I have learned how to play that way and, and I've sat with it, so I know what it sounds like. I know exactly what to listen for. Then you've also mixed music. Yeah, so I just I just hear it because I'm like, oh, that's that noise that happens when you go like this. And I just catch on to it. And then I think you can also select, in mixing, you can learn how to select instruments to listen to. 
which I'm not saying it takes you mixing to be able to do that. And I'm not saying people don't naturally already do that. But I say it all the time when we do these podcasts. The first time I listened to this instrument. The second time I listened to this instrument. I f- there has to be a hand up that you have in that. Because I'm always more surprised when I see videos of things being isolated in, in music. Yeah. Where that is a whole... I mean, that's just such a comfort area for you. Yeah, it is. And for me, it's just kind of like, wow, that's it, neat. I never heard it like that. <laughs> well, it is a comfort area, but it's still so neat when you hear songs that you've heard your whole life stemmed out and separated in tracks. Stemmed, yeah. Stems, you said that yeah. recently. So, like, the first time I heard David Lee Roth oh. with no music <laughs> going on, you don't realize how hilarious and bad it actually is. You always kind of knew that he wasn't the greatest singer. But when you hear it without any of that extra like vocal effects and all the extra stuff on it, it helps you as a musician and a person making your own stuff accept that like things individually by themselves are probably not going to sound that good. Like, don't care that you sound goofy by yourself. Like, I think when you're starting to record stuff as a kid, you'll listen to like just your vocal track and you'll be like, well, it doesn't sound perfect. And you're like, well, no one's going to hear it that way. Put it with the rest of the fucking music. And then all suddenly you'll be like, oh, all, every problem I had with it is gone. Most sometimes. It's like guys screaming and doing gutturals and like uh, distorted vocals. If you just listen to it by itself, it's fucking ridiculous and stupid. But when it's put into a mix, I mean, you might still think it sounds stupid, but you're like, oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, yeah, brother. See, that's what I like about those isolated things are the opposite of oh maybe you know that doesn't sound as good but it will sound better when you add music when you hear it as a whole with the music and then you hear just the isolated vocals and the vocals are so good oh yeah yeah that it's just like i didn't even realize it sounded as good as it does the steely dan peg youtube thing that you can watch when they play just Michael McDonald doing the peg, and he's doing the three-note chorus thing, yeah, that's like, holy fucking shit. That's when you go, okay, maybe I'm being too hard on myself, but that, that that's also the opposite when you go, oh, they have something that I just don't have. I'm also thinking <laughs> classic singers, uh, people, yep. you know, who... You will just hear the music because it's a big song like Aretha Franklin or Whitney Houston or whomever from whatever time period. And you're just like, I didn't realize that they were that their voice sounded flawless. Yeah, that good. And probably sometimes fuller than you might not have known. And then you get to hear like breathing in and then it'd be cool because you can be like, oh, I can teach myself when to breathe and how to breathe just by listening to this person, especially if when you bring breathing into the account and something was clearly done in one take and it was oh, that's crazy. impressive yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that. Absolutely. So it's very neat. It's you know what? the nerdy side of stuff that I have always had an interest in, but didn't do it because it, there are too many smart aspects that I was just like, Oh, physics. Fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> I don't, that sucks that you went to that sound school and they, I went to IU. And they're like, hey, here's physics coming your way. Because like, I wish you would have gone to the same sound school I went to, the recording workshop, where they just, first day, they're like, here, 
this is a microphone. It's in your hand. Let's go use the microphone. And you're like, fuck yeah, let's go use the microphone. No, I didn't get to even walk through a studio for That's a little horrible. bit. First fucking day, they take you and show you each studio, and they're like, isn't this cool? Here's the microphone room. Look at all these. Well, that's the difference between a workshop and a college course. And it was way cheaper. (laughs) And it taught me things that I still use to this day. (sighs) I learned how to run a mixing board. I can look at any mixing board now and know how to fucking run it because of that school. I wasn't in school long enough to learn much other than uh, I did at least know learn how to wrap a cable, which is important. (laughs) Which... (laughs) Turned me on when we first got together. (laughs) I'm going to play the next song. This is called Metamorphosis of a Monster, which is what my penis was doing when I watched her wrap a cable. I came out to the kitchen where my mom was sitting and said, Oh my God, Mom, she she knows how to wrap a cable. You said she's amazing. Because I remember when I heard that, I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) I wonder if the recording workshop still exists. It's only a five-week course. It was really fun. Or you could take an optional three weeks at the end. I did as well. His mommy spoiled Sammy. <laughs> but if you're going to go to school for something, she's going to support what you're wanting to do. And if she, it's, uh, it probably was way less money than actually sending you to college. And something she knew I would stick through and mm-hmm. be very interested in. She, I think uh, it was worth she the She gave investment. me one. I, uh, what's the word? Ultimatum about it. Ultimatum. Was that I couldn't go back to working uh, the pizza job I was working but you did. Guess what I did? <laughs> I wish I, I should, I should have just been like, all right. I should have done the Doug Benson and be like, I will only take jobs now in the audio music career. You never lost interest in music and doing stuff like that, though. No. And you, I mean, I have a show tomorrow. You still utilize your knowledge regularly it's true it's very true so it's not like it was wasted i also could be very dead right now if i would have gone off and like did the rock star thing because i would have had nobody to be like sam you gotta slow the fuck down i would have been like fuck you yeah sam you have to understand that waking up a blackout drunk in a stranger's vehicle (laughs) is not good It's a good fucking story that whole night. Man, you have so you have many stories. I know. I'm a colorful where person. Like, where, where it's clear that you were taking things too far. Yeah, but people like those stories. The stories are funny because it's <laughs> not something that they were dealing with in real time like I was. It's true. <laughs> they got the fun part of it. They didn't have to deal with the really bad part of it. So anyway, this is another song that just doesn't. I'm going to break it to you. There was no song on here that I was like, this is the fucking one right here. Here we go. Right now, I feel like I I can almost picture myself sitting in this video game that looks like a race car on the inside. And I'm constantly going off the road on turns because it just doesn't have a great response. But man, it's something like... Are you cruising USA? I'm cruising USA like <laughs> 1988 is what are I'm you, doing right now. Are you Mario Andretti racing? <laughs> I'm I'm uh, Kyle Petty, no fear racing. <laughs> I had a uh, an arcade game in my old bedroom back in the day. A three steering wheeled, fully operational. It stopped working eventually. That's how, that's how your mom found out you weren't a little boy anymore. Oh, yeah. I was hiding all my, like, 
condoms and like beer and <laughs> weed in the fucking and stuff, in, yeah. inside the vent or inside the the funny thing about that game is i just showed up with it at the house and i was like i bought an arcade game my mom's like what the fuck what are you gonna do with that eternally a child you uh, are yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and i feel so stupid and bad about this to this fucking day instead of selling it to someone and get it to somewhere where this piece of arcade history could have been restored and wrecked to working. Instead, I beat it with a baseball bat to pieces and threw it away. Like, it should not have been done. This was a piece of of this town's history, too. It was at Save-A-Lot for years, our local store that doesn't exist anymore. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, I would go up to Save-A-Lot and play this fucking game. That's why I wanted it so much. And then a friend had it, because he won it, and some giveaway and then I bought it off of them and then I broke it to tiny enough pieces that I could put it in trash bags boys are so fucking destructive and insane <laughs> yes it's, we are I mean you're not all like that but some boys oh, if you're destructive as a boy you're really fucking destructive my brother was destructive yeah. of things <laughs> and it just be like why did you ruin that there's just like because it's fun there's just, it, it seems like it's a literal situation of a devil and an angel on on the shoulders. And it's just like, oh, you see that thing that's perfectly fine and just existing in the world? Fuck it up. Just ruin it. Yeah. Just take that and just, even if it's, whether it's yours or not. Just it's a form of creation. It, you, not when my brother would just mix all my eyeshadows together and stuff. He made a new color. Uh, it was all one color now. Yeah. It went from being a palette of multiple colors to having water added to it. Yeah, he's making it and easy then for everything it. just mixed. <laughs> it was trash. It became trash. To you. It was art to him. <laughs> I, I know. I'm just being a shit. I, but for the, for the record, that was my arcade game. <laughs> I didn't break it just because it was something to do. I was supposed to get rid of it. And at the time... I was so oblivious of what to do. I was just, the easiest thing I thought was, I'm going to break it apart and throw it away. Which now my brain goes, no, you fucking idiot. You sell it to somebody and they fucking fix it. And they, Or even better, I should have seen that as my first investment opportunity. And uh, I could have gotten it fixed and then gone to a company and been like, hey, can I put this in your building and we'll split the profits? No. Baseball bat. <laughs> so this is so stupid right here. I dislike this and any music like this. When people talk like this. When it's spoken and it's supposed to be what like. About, what and, about uh, Henry Rollins? When he's, and oh, I'm a liar. <laughs> that's a little different. But he, that part of the song is like, you see me. Also, there's a Tool song where he's like, to engage you, to erase you. Do you like Henry Rollins at all? I don't know why I'm talking about Henry Rollins. I enjoy Henry Rollins in interviews. I think that he seems very intelligent. I do not care about him as a musician. You're not a big Black Flag fan? I'm not a Black Flag fan. Why was that hard for me to say? Oh, that's close. <laughs> no, it happened. It just for some reason the L fell far from you're the not F. A, you're not know. a big Black Flag fan. Black. But I would say you're probably a big fan of the other thing you were about to say. Backlags. <laughs> I like backlags. <laughs> All right. Let's go on to the next 
killer fucking song title. Yeah, how is this not over yet? Banshee, because we got on a fucking tangent about something and I wasn't playing any of the music. Like I said, I was going to do it back to back and it didn't fucking happen. It still's mostly happened. You have a, will you just go like this? Thank you. You had a, a hair that was hanging off your beard and just driving I me I need nuts. to trim. I, I mustache crazy. I'm everything crazy. I need to shave my head. I haven't done much of anything with myself <laughs> in a while. Banshee, do you hear the Banshee? It's also fun that I ordered from this uh, online wine delivery company that I've ordered from before. An online winery. And I had these bottles delivered right at the beginning because I had ordered them previous to getting sick and then had to like accept them and let the delivery driver scan my card when I was like super sick and stuff. And it's like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. That was the day that I had my seizure was the day that I accepted that. And I haven't I haven't touched that box. Probably a good idea. <laughs> what? To drink it all tonight. I haven't I don't have a taste for it. I'm I don't I'm not Finally there Michelle's yet. alcoholism has been fixed. <laughs> I just don't feel there. I don't I I I don't have a, a thirst for beverages. It's not I'm not gonna stop drinking. I enjoy drinking, but I like tasty beverages. Yeah. But I don't need it now. Anthrax. It sounds exactly like Anthrax. Um, have you noticed that when the album's not that good or that like interesting, we barely talk about it? Yeah, because we are not connecting with it, so we don't feel like there's anything to talk about, and it seems re- kind of repetitive, even though it's not. This is a total is. Anthrax ripoff. All all of this. Because none of it seems new. I think that's what it is. It all sounds like something kind of like what you said at the beginning something that's been done before it's one of those deals where it's and maybe i've never heard of this band until like recently so maybe it's like well there's a reason you haven't really heard of this band maybe i'm putting too much on it like i'm supposed to be like this was an important thrash metal album was it or was it just like kirk hammett produced it and two guys that i like a lot happened to be on it is if it's important, I assume you would have heard at least one person talk about it at some point. I would assume. And I watch music documentaries, and I don't... Hold on. Sneeze time! Oh. Beep, beep, beep. And I've never heard of this, but I don't hear she people would. even talk about Primus heard of like that much. Mort- See, it's like... I don't want to put it to that to, just because I haven't heard it. You know what I mean? I'm saying heard someone talk about it, yeah. but I'm not even in the Kirk Hammett world. Right. So it's like, I don't know. It seems like by now, I would have known at least one song by Blind Illusion. I never even heard the band name before. Mm-mm. By the way, how do you how do you experience a blind illusion? Ugh, illusion. Uh, easy. You don't see it with your eyes. You see it in your head. Whoa, man! Yeah, it's psychedelic, brother. Brother. Thank you. I was gonna say, please say that like the Hulkster. Yes. Yes. You better believe it. Sam. Sam mother. Sam's mother? No, Sam mother. Smother? Is that what you meant to say? No. I think that's what I you meant to say. I put Sam and brother together, but I said some mother. Yeah! Like a Samoan mother. Don't like it. You don't want to be a Suelo's mother who's like, give me money. No. No. 
That was a 90 Day Fiance reference for no one out there. For Travis, maybe Travis is the only person who's kind of in that world. You know what's hard to find? Um, let's see. Um, your penis? You fucking <laughs> bitch. <laughs> it was that one day when I was in the bathroom. <laughs> I had like... Uh, two pairs of pants on and it was like I couldn't get the hole to open up right and I was like where's my penis at? I found it though and I stretched it through the hole. <laughs> I watched the Howard Stern. Did I ever talk about this on the podcast? I don't know. I know you've spoken to me about it. The Howard Stern small penis contest is oh, maybe you have. very, know. very funny and I would suggest anyone to watch it. Especially if you think you've got a small penis. You can find out if you do. You don't actually see anything, though, I assume, because it's... Oh, you do? Yeah. Where do you see it, then? Full frontal. Just look up Howard Stern. I mean, gotta watch it like a porn site. Only, so, oh, it's not on YouTube, obviously, because No, there's... no. You just gotta... I found out about it, and then I looked up Howard Stern Small Penis Contest, and it was on, like... I'm assuming you found out about it while you were already on a porn site, is what you're saying. You saw an <laughs> I was already it. watching small penis porn, <laughs> right, and it just happened to pop up. That makes sense. That exists, right? That's got to. Small dick porn? Yeah, but I don't assume there's not a whole lot of popping up. I, I know that was a joke, but I don't necessarily get it. I, I know the pop-up boner, but... Yeah. Yeah. They still get boners. They're just not very... Uh, they, uh, yeah, they just firm. They don't really pop yeah. up. It's one not of like these, a jack-in-the-box. One of these guys is so small, he basically doesn't have a penis. It was crazy. Anyway, this song's called Glass Guillotine. Or if you don't know how to read, Glass Guillotine. Uh, it irritates <laughs> me when people, when people pronounce it wrong. I was taken to the guillotine. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck these sounds are about. But like, I don't know if they recorded this in a different spot. Or if this remastered version is just extra tracks. Which I wouldn't be surprised since they do that with the remasters all the time. But listen to the kick drum. It sounds awful. The drums sound fucking terrible it on It sounds this. like the drums are buckets from a hardware store. Yeah, they do. I wonder if it's live or something or... A demo thing, and it just doesn't say it on here. I don't fucking know, but it sounds. Ugh. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. I thought, yeah, this is another thing where, for me, the album has not benefited no, from no, headphones no. for me. Oh. Not really. No, yeah, I'm it has. Trust me. I'm saying there, there's not been a noticeable increase. <laughs> Trust me. I feel the same way. I knew you were going to feel the same way, but metal needs that full song soundscape, baby. Actually, every album needs the full song soundscape. And from here on out on this podcast, I demand that you wear headphones. I do wear headphones. I meant when you listen to the albums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't do that because I don't like the way it sounds. So, yeah, you also have access to headphones. And wearing headphones is irritating to me, but you kind of need them because you are around other people and stuff. Where I can just 
play things without having stuff stuck in my ears because then my ears get sweaty because oh. I only have earbuds and stuff. Uh, earphones, earphones, earbuds don't bother me. I kind of forget they're there. I wear them all day. I don't really love headphones in general. Yeah. But I also used headphones so much. How many when times? I was younger. How many times do you use the Google thing to listen to an album? Because that's got better sound quality than the phone. Yeah. Um, and it's right there. It'd be easy for you. I haven't for these albums because I've listened. I've put them in a podcast yeah. playlist and I've listened to them back to back. Um, but I'd say at least 50% of the time that I'm listening to the albums, I will do it through the try, Google Try to speaker. bump that percentage on. <laughs> I get it. I understand what you're saying. Um, you know what's going to be really hard? My dick. Uh, probably your dick if I seize again. No. I'm not allowed to joke about this yet. It didn't make sense. What am I going to do with a seizing body? It's going to make you hard because my body's all hard and twitching. And I'm not going to remember Anything that you do to me, I'm just gonna be like, my body hurts when well, I come to. Well, as we know, Michelle bit my finger, so I'm kind of scared about what could happen. You don't have to put anything in my mouth. I have other holes. You're clenched up. Nothing's gonna work. I'm just gonna have to like fuck your thigh. <laughs> options, options, uh, options. That was funny. All right, we've got one more song. Fucking thank the Dark Lord Satan. This song is called Destroyer. And so is the racetrack. This is not a this is not a cruising USA song. Oh. This riff right here. This is the most thrash punk that I've heard on this album so far. That's I was hearing listening to it today and I was going, what the fuck is this? This has been used in something else, or maybe one of these guys went on to another band and got used in there. So I'm sitting there just going, and doing it over and over in my head again. And then finally went on to the next section of the song that I was trying to think of in my head. And I went, oh, yeah. Life's a bitch. Life's a whore. That's right. It's Eister. It's a fucking Eister song. Life's a bitch. Life's a whore. Nothing less. Nothing more. <laughs> Some good music right there, brother. I'm so ready for this album to oh, be over with. And that's the way I felt every fucking time I've listened to this album. M me too. It, I didn't know how much... And I love fucking metal, but Jesus Christ, it's exhausting. I didn't know what your relationship with this would be because I, th I thought you would like it more than I did. And well, I'm sure I do. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not like this is the worst thing I've ever heard. There are way worse things than this, but there's nothing throughout this that really grabs me. Like this, so, and it's, like this Messy? sounds dated. It's very, yeah. I wonder if these are live or, it just sounds different than the whole rest of the album. And I thought that the entire time, but really noticed it on this list. Live or, you just mean like a one take. Thing, I mean, not like, necessarily a, a, yeah, in front of or a demo where you don't have a lot of time in the studio and you're 
taking things live takes a lot of time. Um, but a lot of the, even the compositions and the way he's singing sounds so like 70s Blue Oyster Culty that I don't think it would have helped them in 1988. Blue Oyster Culty. <laughs> Are you trying to reference I'm Debbie? Debbie. I'm Debbie for my Debbie. My favorite band is Blue Oyster Culty. <laughs> <laughs> that's for Travis, and that's it. <laughs> Uh, sorry. That's fine. Um, I don't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, got distract- I got like distracted by Colty. Blue Oyster Colt. You got distracted oh, by Oh, Debbie. and then I don't think it helps you in 1988. Coming out of that sound? Uh, it, that sound is... Uh, I know gone. it's a bad word, or not a bad word, but like it's not a word I love, but it's dated at that point. We've moved beyond that. Like... I know that sometimes people do things like that to be like, yeah, I want to take it back to the old time. Well, I hate to fucking tell you this. It's not going to go back to the fucking old time. It just never does. Look at history. It doesn't fucking go backwards. Mm-hmm. Move, we can still appreciate it and people still like it. And there will be pushback on moving forward. Yeah, but, but it always we fucking goes always forward. Move forward. You're never, it's like when people are like, ugh, I can't wait for the next wave of going back to the old way of heavy metal. It's not going to fucking happen. It's just not. Metal's going to exist for a long time, and but it's going to fucking progress. And, like, it's already progressed to where I don't really enjoy new metal, and I just have to accept that. So it's like, this sound that they're getting sometimes, and this song might be a fucking demo from earlier, it's just not helping in 1988. Sometimes it's good to have dated things because specifically people are like, I love music from this decade or that decade because... I like that era, but there's a negative. It just seems like there's a negative and a positive side to being dated. And there's a way to do it that's like classy and still progresses. But it has to be very pleasing to the ear. Uh, yeah. And this just doesn't yeah. do and it. And even all things that are pleasing to the ear. No, we're never going back to like the Beatles sound. We're never going back to like the Rolling Stones sound. And when- we're never going back to the fucking like. Destiny's Child sound. We're fi- mm-hmm. It's just never going back to that thing. And you could put tinges of it, and you can even be a band that solely traffics in that and make some money, but you're never going to be like the next fucking thing. It's never going to take over again. You know what I mean? Because you a bugaboo, a bugaboo. <laughs> All right. We are finished with listening to that album for now until we go over some of these things. Um called questions are you ready to go i'm ready Sam, even oh, though me? What? we've touched Sorry? on these. Who are you? What are we doing here? Did what you... is this? <laughs> no idea what was word besides baby, yeah. I said Sam had a seizure. Baby, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so uh, just briefly, uh, 
ra- uh, just kind of summarize what you've already said as to why you chose this. Why I chose this? Uh, I was kind of forgot that I was supposed to get an album at the end of the Rob. Uh, what, what did we listen to? His arm extravaganza. His arm extravaganza. Listening to the Smiths. Correct. The Queen and is I dead. And I just happened to see some little mention about Les being in a metal band before, and I looked into it, and basically I was like, "Well, this will work." And that's what happened. Because I wanted to listen to it anyway. And what better way than to force myself by doing this? So, but I kind of wish I hadn't done it. <laughs> one thing I didn't ask before is what do you think that I thought when you gave this to me? When I thought when I told you what it was? Yeah. Like, did you think I was going to be excited? Uh, or? No, I think you were a slight interest to hear maybe if there was going to be some less sounds to it, maybe even some lure vibe to it. But I think once I say the word metal to you, you're probably just already like, okay, here we go. You've already, you've already, I assume every time you figure out it's a metal album, you've already accepted you are not going to like it. Usually, I will say that's a pretty reasonable assessment. I had higher expectations because not only do I like Primus, I like Les Claypool's solo things as well. Yeah, we're both big Les fans in general, like Frog Brigade. Etc. Etc. <laughs> yeah. So I did expect to get a little more of that in this. So I wa- I did have higher hope. I don't think I had unreasonable expectations. I just expected there to be something that would at least grab me and groove me at some point. Yeah. And I don't think that happened. I feel like we almost had <clears throat> misinformed intention. Like misinformed intentions and expectations. <laughs> expectations because like we came at it like i said earlier like oh this is the less thing and it's not we it just happened to be less played bass in this band for a little bit we got our boom booms licked down yeah. <laughs> it should have been better i guess if that had happened uh do you know how many times you listened to this i i told myself i was making my minimum but i think i ended up listening to it four okay when i really thought it, i was like wait a minute i thought i was getting three but i think i listened to it four times I did a nice, uh, Bo said this in a message recently, so I have to use it because I think it's perfect. Um, I would give this the texture of a nice apple saucy number three of how many times I listened to this because uh, diarrhea has different consistencies and I think an applesauce consistency is... Um, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about. Relative. What are you talking about? I don't get how you can... S- a number one, a number two, or a number three. I listened to this three times. Oh! So to me, this has an applesauce diarrhea consistency of a number three. <laughs> is so how many times... Oh, it's my fault. I really... I, was, I stretched I it went like, far with that. How, do you, how does a thing sound like applesauce? <laughs> no, it's the consistency and texture of applesauce. Gotcha. Least favorite song on the album. Okay, here's why I was saying it was going to be so fucking hard later. I don't know. Because there's nothing really deciphering exactly. between They're the songs. Exactly. They're all kind of the same. And I don't really know. I don't have an answer. I'm struggling with that as well. So I'm going to a classic Will staple I've done before. Is, mine? is that what you're going to choose? Oh, that's what I'll say because I hate the fucking song okay, title. Here we go. <laughs> But I also just don't care. It's not that it's necessarily bad. It just doesn't click with me. It's just nothing 
special. Yeah, I'm, so it's, I'm it's not. It's not terrible, and it's not good. It's just like I, uh, okay. I, I'm not dogging on it. I I don't think I have dogged on it. I just said that the guy's voice has kind of kept me from getting into it more. But there's also just nothing musically that's grabbing me. So um, no disrespect to them. It's just not my bag in the least. Yeah, and sometimes like when we just clicked into the vengeance is mine it's like well i like that riff it's just i'm just not gonna remember it it's like maybe if some of these were given a slayer and it was done like by someone else maybe it'd be more interesting to me but i just don't i i don't know there are no there's a real benefit to having songs that are like singles and album leaders there really is because you want you want those songs that are going to get stuck in people's heads and that they're going to think of and remember you by and want to hear again. Yeah. That never happens here. There's, there's nothing catchy there's in this no fucking thing at all. Hook. No. There's nothing that happens throughout it where it's it's just not memorable unless you're just relieved into this. It's genre. a technicality, really. And even then, he's not playing that cleanly. Um, I'm not choosing Vengeance is mine. Uh, I'm choosing the seven minute and 10 second long death noise is what this song is called. That's what my least favorite song is. Just because it's that long. That's it. (laughs) That's fair. Uh, Most favorite song also pretty impossible, but I'm just going to. um, God, this sucks. Uh, (laughs) This is impossible because I'm just going to say Banshee, but I really don't know. I have no answer. Okay, Banshee. Well, I, I, Michelle, ban- it sounded like this. It's going to go... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, I like it when Anthrax does it. It's fine. It's fine. It's not terrible. It's not great. It's fine. Uh, do you have something that you could maybe latch on to and say I'm is choosing, your favorite? I'm choosing this song right here because it makes me laugh the most smash, from the title. Smash the crystal. No, 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 no. Take is another guess. Blood shower. It's blood shower. <laughs> and I like this rip. Like This sounds like Slayer. And But that's a problem. I suppose to a lot of bands that you can technically say, like, ah, oh, it all sounds the same, Sam. But most of them, I can say, like, yes, it does sound like screaming and grunt and heavy guitars. But I can listen to bands sometimes and be like, no, they only sound like, Dying Fetus sounds like Dying Fetus. Morbid Angel sounds like Morbid Angel. These guys sound like Anthrax. These guys sound like Slayer. These guys sound like Metallica. And these and people they, had songs that, yeah, you hear, and, were already and out. they're identifiably them, and yeah. they had songs that were hits. Yeah. And this just didn't Metal have hits, but hits. yeah. <laughs> Still hits. Yeah, yeah. The memory remains. Okay. God damn you. <laughs> so, uh, I know how old you are when you were first listening to this. 37. First time you listened, did you say how you felt about it? I know you said every listen you've been waiting for it to be over with, but the first listen was I was giving it probably more of a chance than I ever gave the second or the third because I wanted it to be better. And I hear metal, I I give metal a chance, especially this sound of metal and this production. I'm like, oh, maybe this is a lost gem, and it never became that. All we are saying. Is give metal a chance. <laughs> Come on, people! 
I see you in the back. Everybody's talking about Madonna, Rihanna. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I just came out of nowhere. Sorry. You need to use uh, that. Everyone's talking about Madonna, Rihanna. <laughs> just name off a bunch of pop stars, but all we are saying is give metal a chance. Metal a chance. I've- Come on, people, listen to Dark Throne. Are we saying? I would be foolish to not do something with this. So Foolish. We'll see what happens. Um, Would you recommend this today? No. I would not. Not even to Metal Friends. I've got bands that sound like this that have a way better material. I'd rather you listen to Rigor Mortis. I'd rather you listen to Anthrax. I'd rather you listen to Testament. I'd rather you listen to all those bands that already did all this. Especially by 1988. When I found out that Master of Fucking Puppets had already been out by now, and then on this podcast, I can't believe Injustice for All fucking came out in the same year, but Master of Puppets, which is like highly produced and sounds so fucking good, and it's written so fucking well. It's like one of the best metal albums of all time. And this comes out too? It's just like... It's like sometimes you see a movie and you're just like, Ooh, that's the CG you're using? That's like 10-year-old CG. What the fuck are you doing? You're dating yourself. You're doing yourself yeah. a disservice. Sometimes you get what you pay for, and it's worth it to put a little more up front because you're going to get a little more yeah. in the end. Well, they probably put as much as they could get. I mean, metal made no money back then. It makes no money now. But I guess I just mean in songwriting ability. Yeah. It's not that well, they're necessarily in, bad. They just couldn't it's write. indulgent. Fucking, That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Indulgent and a lack of creating generally hooky riffs. You can get tangity and you can get noodly, but you've got to put something in there for people to fucking connect to. Yeah, something that's going to click. Like, you can go dun, 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 for a bit, but you need something that comes in and goes, dun, 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 and people go, oh, there it is. I'm hitting on it. That's why, I like, hardcore is so successful and stuff, because they kick into those fucking rhythms. They want you to connect. Hooks are important. They are. They are. And the metal world, as you get deeper into it, tells you that they're not. And then you think mm-hmm. that it's not, but then you go back and you listen to the bands that you actually really love. Even in the metal world, you're like, well, they did have hooks. I just didn't recognize it at the time. But this is a hook, and this is a fucking hook, and this is a fucking hook. And, and that's why I ended up liking it. And that's why I don't like all these other bands, because they're not given the hook. Well, I'm pretty <laughs> sure that there was another band who told us all that the hook will bring you back. And uh, I only know the movie Hook, so where are you going with this? This is Blues Traveler. Ah. Is it the one song I know by Blues because Traveler? the hook. No, you, there are two songs you know by Blues Traveler. What's the second you know, one? There's one that we sang with uh, Travis the last time yeah, he was once here. Once upon Yeah, that's uh, Run Around. Yeah. And uh, one? the hook is because the hook brings you back. Suck it in, suck it in, give it to Tanner in Berlin. Okay, maybe. <laughs> really? The hook. We'll talk about by it. By Blues with, Traveler. We'll talk about it later. There's no later. Uh, would I listen to this again? Absolutely not. Uh, zero out of ten all over the rock and roll cats. I give it a 1.5. I think wow. that there's I think that there's talent, but there the songs are not good. It's a great example of just because you're talented, you still gotta write a fucking good song. Yes. Doesn't mean anything. And the people who wrote this stuff did not move on. Well, they they still play. Yeah, but they weren't but Primus. No. So no, and they're not 
They're not much. Oh, one point. I shouldn't be that mean. Five. It's not a fucking known name. 1.5 rock and roll cats for me. Sam. Well, add another 1.5 on that and you'll get a three. Ooh, solid three. A whole, <laughs> an applesauce. An applesauce <laughs> consistency <laughs> diarrhea number three. Um, describe this album in one word. Uh. I, what's, another I word one. For, what's another word for bland? Uh, bland, blase. whatever. Milk toast. <laughs> <laughs> blase, that's a good one. Blase is a good one. Yeah. Um, I lost, oh, tiresome. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, especially for you, you don't like metal anyway, and then when it's like, even I'm like, God, will this fucking end? <laughs> so you're definitely going to be like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. All right. Is that it? Is there more questions? The questions are finished. We are finished with questions. We are finished Close with up questions. that vault. What's going to be fun is that in two days we will be recording next week's episode. I said earlier that there will be a guest. Uh, as always, such a fan of the guest. Never a fan of the music. <laughs> so excited we're going to see him, though. Always. Always. We love him. He's a blast. He has a great voice. He uh, does. That he, might give you a clue real fast. He's fun. He's funny. Uh, he's jolly. And he told us he's got a lot of material for a certain... Uh, and he's literally <laughs> the topper to our he couple is. of critics he tree. Is. It's true. Travis will be rolling through, and he is. Uh, he's going to be kind of in the area, so he's going to drive a little further to come and do. We both an are playing a show us. tomorrow in Cincinnati, mm-hmm. and we are not on the same bill. No, not so, at all. So tomorrow night, he is my enemy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can uh, be friendly. Uh, yeah, right after I'm done playing. Sunday afternoon. <laughs> no. um, we It'll were be Saturday night, literally after the set. We will be listening to the album Over the Top by the band White Wizard. White Wizard. Not something I'd ever heard of before, but if Me it's Travis, either. uh it's probably going to be white. So that makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> it's two weeks in a, two episodes in a row that both of us haven't heard this album. Correct. So Excited to see Travis. It's new Excited for Excited to talk about what's been going on. Excited to get him to sign that goddamn banner over there. Yeah, and I'm now... See, this planner that I invested a dollar and 50 cents in getting, which was... It's already so paid great, itself in dividends. It has absolutely <laughs> paid itself off because the notes that I'm... I'm being thorough with these notes. I'm putting banner really big next to guests. So when I see it, when it's in front of me, I will be reminded to make people sign this banner. We need to get this banner signed up with... Signatures. We got, we got one so, name that really needs to get back on there, or on there finally, who's been a guest many times. Kent. Yeah. Yeah. He's he refuses to sign it until he's a guest again. And that's fair. And we'll bring him back, but I uh, we'll figure. We got it a out. lot of stuff going on. We got shit lined up. We do, and I'm excited. <laughs> and I and I I put posts on Facebook, and I don't get as many replies as I would like to. So if you are listening to this, find us on instagram or on facebook and uh you can be a guest anyone can be a guest <laughs> it's quite easy if there's an album that you like a lot or a band you like a lot you want to review it 
we don't we'll do it and we don't we're not gonna totally trash you but it's we're true. gonna be honest just we'll also like, hold your hand in the pot if you're nervous about coming on a podcast i promise you everyone that's ever been on here at the end has gone that was really fun we <laughs> both are very capable of being annoying so we can we can take over and steal the attention yeah, yeah. if we need to it and is we will no want problem. to i don't want to <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm this, just using you for material. I'm I'm the star. <laughs> this uh, this is definitely an outlet to do something and be myself and yep. get get something out there, and uh, it's fun. So I'm glad uh, that we do this. So if you want to be a part of it, please let us know. Uh, if you're just a fan of listening, also thanks. Yes, thank you. We and if you've been a it. guest before. You know you're coming back on. Yeah, you can totally come back. Yep. I just All right. I gotta get you scheduled. Are we done? We are finished. We are done. All right, everyone. Like she said, thanks for listening. And we're gonna figure out once and for all. You know the song immediately. Oh, I know exactly what this fucking song is. Yeah, the hook, it brings you back. All right. Somehow we've ended up going out to Blues Traveler on That's the end of this, this blind illusion. There's at least a fucking song that has a hook in it. I played a Primus song earlier. Oh, that's right. You did. <laughs> that was a good song, too. Man. See, I, I forgot it because it was, it's just been so drony since then. Oh, but. and I mean, I played a I Serve song that I like. <laughs> it's got yeah. a hook in it. Well. This is also a prime example of. Can you do that real well? But inflection, singing with it. Yeah, I'm not doing it right I now. I can't though. do it. I'm not, I'm not prepared for it. I have a sore throat. That's I haven't true. been talking this Don't much lately. This is. I've exerted more energy doing this episode than I've done anything in like. I don't know. Almost two weeks. It's very true. <laughs> it's been good for you. I'm glad you're better. I'm glad you're healthy. I'm sure all the fans or fans, the listeners. You mean our friends? Our and friends. Family. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure all of our friends and family are so happy that you're fine. I'm happy that you're fine. I love you. I said it on the podcast. Aww, I love you too. I saw your eyes uh, water up a little bit earlier when you were talking about. Oh, if I talked about, about things it, that if are I could important. talk about uh, for the first couple days after you happened, if I talked about it, I'd get. I get weepy. I'm a man. I can cry. <laughs> it was. Pro- it was also horrifying to was, see. I'm sure. Yes, it was. And I forgot it's the second seizure I've been around. Anyway, we're done. Aww. Let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, we love each other because we're a couple. Let's go. Bye. I want to pee. Okay. On you. Yes. <laughs>